Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That was timed perfectly. Fabulous. I think we found it. We're so good. Yes, Until next time and then we'll screw it up again. Right. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Yeah. Plenty of news today. No time for chit-chat. No, so much news. All right, from the Disney Parks blog. This is where all our real information is right here. I feel like after the Disney Parks blog uh, news, we could just like be done. Okay. It would be a very short show and no one would listen. People would listen, but it would be short. For three minutes. Um, So news from the Disney Parks blog. We have information about the event that is happening at Disney's California Adventure. They are calling it A Touch of Disney. That's right. A Touch of Disney is the limited capacity ticketed experience coming to Disney's California Adventure on March 18th. Uh, We've mentioned this a few times, but we finally have details uh, this is going to be uh, a way that guests can experience some of the sights and sounds and flavors of the Disneyland Resort with uh, uh, this new event. It will offer some of the world-famous food and beverages from around the resort, plus a chance to see Disney characters, shop for the latest Disney merchandise, can't do anything without shopping, right. and pose at unique photo locations. Okay. Um, they are going to have things like the Dole Whip and the Monte Cristo Sandwich from over in Disneyland available. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as um, food from Smoke Jumpers Grill, adorable snowman frosted treats, award wieners, cochina cucamonga, and six seasonal and creative themed marketplaces. Uh, the interesting thing is that these items are going to be served snack size. Okay. So you won't have to eat an entire Monte Cristo sandwich. Right. Um, but there'll be smaller versions. Um, characters will be around. Of course, they will be socially distancing. And they will also have a specially curated soundtrack. Uh, broadcast throughout the park. Um, What we do know is that uh, this will begin, as I mentioned, March 18th. It will be offered on Thursdays through Mondays from noon until 8 p.m. The cost will be $75 per person. That's seven, I'm sorry, uh, yes, $75 per person. That uh, price includes admission, parking at the Mickey and Friends parking structure, unlimited downloads uh, of Disney PhotoPass photos taken the day of the experience, and a $25 Touch of Disney dining card valid towards the purchase of food and non-alcoholic beverages. Okay. Now, they do mention that ticket prices are subject to change. hmm So I'm hoping they keep it at $75. Right. Um, the tickets will be available on Disneyland.com beginning March 4th. Um, it is going to run from March 18th through April 5th. Tickets will be available uh, and released on a rolling basis until the experience ends. <laughs> Which will be when the parks actually open. Um, well, they're okay. They would have, right? I mean, they would have to end it when the parks open. Right. You can't have it during the parks being right. open. Um, so they will have specialty dining available for this. Uh, you can make reservations at the Lamplight Lounge and the Carthay Circle Lounge Alfresco Dining. Uh, those can be made March 11th. The table reservations do not provide admission to a touch of Disney, and dining at those locations requires a touch of Disney ticket that is valid on the same day as the reservation. Okay. So, uh, very exciting to Mm -hmm. see that and and hear that news. Um, Of course, you know, health and safety measures like temperature checks and masks for all guests over the age of two are required. Uh, If you would like more information, you can go to Disneyland.com slash a touch of Disney. I love it. Yeah, very exciting. Good for them. And it's funny that they came in, like, all those things that we talked about, like, will food be included? You know, how much will it cost? And I had said, you know, I'd probably pay up to $100. And then hoping that some food was included. Right. So I feel like that's a it's a good price point is what people will pay. I believe that Ken Potrock listens to our show. He probably does. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, in Epcot, the food, the Flower and Garden Festival is going to begin on March 3rd, and they have released a foodie guide for that. That's right, because what would a festival be with, without food? Uh, they have their new foodie guide. There are tons of kitchens available. The Full Flavor Kitchen, hosted by Advent Health, is in Future World West. Uh, they have a bunch of healthy options there, as well as beverages. Um, Epcot Sunshine Griddle in Future World East. Uh, they're going to have more of a, a breakfast fair, avocado toast, shrimp and grits, corned beef brisket hash with uh, house-made potato barrels um, and specialty beverages. Uh, the Honey Bistro, that's B-E-E-Stro, yeah. a little play on They've words They've done there, that before. Hosted by the National Honey Board will be located in uh, Showcase Plaza, and they will have a bunch of items, uh, of course, that are made with honey. Uh, the Citrus Blossom will be in Showcase Plaza, and they will have items uh, that are made with various citrus, like Meyer Lemon Poached Lobster Salad and Citrus Braised Crispy Pork Belly okay. with Kumquat and Carrot. That, uh, that sounds good. Uh, the Refreshment Port in Showcase Plaza will have house-made Italian sausage and pepper poutine, uh, as well as a popsicle trio. Uh, they're gluten and wheat friendly. Oh, good. Um, the Pineapple Promenade will be in Showcase Plaza. A uh, spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips and a mixed berry butternut cake, as well as a plant-based Dole Whip. So it's a plant-based vegetable drink. Right? Fruit drink? Fruit drink. Yeah. Pineapple's a fruit. Yeah, it's a always vegetable. been non-dairy. Right. Dole Whip is non-dairy. Okay. Uh, the Trowel and Trellis will be hosted by Impossible Foods. That will be in Showcase Plaza as well. Uh, they will have grilled street corn on the cob, impossible sausage and kale soup, boneless impossible Korean short rib with cilantro lime rice, and a lavender pot de creme with blueberry cake. Um, and uh, let's see. Wow, this is this is a long list. It We're is long. Through. I know you can't go through them all. Why don't you just give us the um, what what the name of the kiosk or whatever is and where it's located. All right. Then as we start to go into the countries, we have the Bauern Market, uh, which is a farmer's market in Germany, Magnolia Terrace in the American Adventure, uh, A Taste of Marrakesh in Morocco, La Isla Fresca, which will be between Morocco and France, um, Festival Favorites, which is in the World Showplace, uh, Epcot Farmer's Feast in the World Showplace, the Cider House in the World Showplace, Northern Bloom in Canada, Jardine de Fiestas in Mexico, Lotus House in China, Primavera Kitchen in Italy, Hanami in Japan, Fleur de Lis in France, and Joffrey's. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so, for all those. Lots of good stuff, and I'm hoping that... Uh, as always, and they do have it at Hanami, the Frushi, which so is good. fruit sushi. We can make Frushi at home. We could. That might even be in my new book, The 100 Recipes of Disneyland. I have the Thai sticky rice you need for it. All right. Okay. Um, National Geographic and NASA are bringing uh, augmented reality experience from the Mars rover to Instagram. That's right. If you followed any of the Mars Perseverance uh rover news over the past week you know that the rover landed successfully on the red planet and uh, uh, nasa in conjunction with national geographic have a new instagram uh, augmented reality account from the rover itself some of the pictures and video that have come out of that are amazing and if you watch them on you know a high def tv or mm -hmm. look at them on a high def monitor it's 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 stunning pretty cool huh yeah all right i haven't seen them yet 
You haven't made me look at them yet. I know, because you get bored when I make you look at things like that. <laughs> in California, they are celebrating the la- they are celebrating last year's 65th anniversary with flags and banners. Yes, it's a little bit of a downplay from what it should have been. Uh, but they are celebrating, uh, belatedly celebrating Disneyland's 65th anniversary by decorating the tram route. <laughs> it's uh, not the... <laughs> Not the uh, uh, celebration they had planned. Uh, It's the tram from the Mickey and Friends parking garage to the downtown Disney district. And they still run, they're still running their tram. They still run the tram, yeah. Hmm. So. um, (laughs) They had some flags left over that they didn't know what to do with. Yeah, their banners and flags and backdrops and, (gasps) uh, you know, they printed them up. They might as well use them. Right. Right. (laughs) Permits have been filed to begin work on the updated Jungle Cruise. Yep, uh, the new culturally sensitive Jungle Cruise. Uh, they will be modifying several scenes in the attraction, and uh, the permits have been filed to do that. Construction is expected to be finished by the end of 2021. Okay. Um, L.A. County has voted in favor of a bill to allow theme parks to open in Tier 3. We talked about a similar story a couple days ago, well, yeah. maybe a week ago. That was the city of Anaheim that mm-hmm. was in favor of that. Well, now the Los Angeles County Supervisors voted in favor of Assembly Bill 420, which uh, seeks to let theme parks reopen earlier than currently planned. So uh, kudos to the uh, Los Angeles County supervisors. Fingers crossed for that. Right. The IAAPA released a report on theme park employment numbers. That's right. And can you tell us what the IAAAP is? Uh, I'm going to say amusement is one of the A's. You would be correct. It's the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions. Okay. Um, they have uh, compiled a report uh, based on a study of job losses on the within the industry over the year, calling on elected officials and policymakers to provide aid and safe reopening guidelines. Um, there was a combined drop in employment of 127,000 people between March and May of 2020, um, and by July 2020, employment within the theme park industry was at 162,300, which is the lowest number since 1990. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, that notes that the theme park industry has lost uh, five times the national average uh, of what other industries have lost in terms of jobs. Yeah, no, it's not great. No, it's not. Um the Disney World theme parks have been extended for dates in February and March. Well, February is almost over. That's right. Well, uh, here we go. Magic Kingdom. All these opening times are 9 o'clock. They have, on the 28th of February, moved the closing to 8 p.m. On the 5th of March, they have moved the closing to 9 p.m. On the 6th, 7th, and 8th of March, the closing time will be 10 p.m. On the 9th and 11th of March, 8 p.m. Uh, over in Epcot, still opening at 11 o'clock every day. On the 5th and 6th, I'm sorry, on the 5th, the closing time is 9. On the 6th, it is 11. On the 12th, it is 9. On the 13th, it is 11 p.m. I find it interesting that they move some of the close times to 11 when, like, Epcot always closed at 9. Right. Very odd. It is. Uh, Hollywood Studios, on the 12th and 13th, the park will open at 9 and close at 8 p.m. Animal Kingdom, on the 28th of February, the park will open at 8 and close at 7 p.m. On the 6th of March, it will open at 8 and close at 8 Uh, On the 11th of March, it will open at 8 and close at 6 p.m. And on the 12th of March, open at 8 and close at 7. So as always, if you're planning on going, check your times guide, check the resort, check the app. Uh, You never know what times are going to change. Right. 
Okay. I wonder if they keep Epcot open later just because if you're in that park, you're spending money. It's usually like the uh, World Showcase where people are spending their time, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get in a, a dinner when they couldn't get a reservation or, you know, drinking or whatever. So they probably uh, they probably like to put the extra hours on there because they're losing half of their dining capacity. Right, right. All right. Um, well, Disney World Railroad installed synthetic road ties, railroad ties. This is like the worst story ever. Yeah, but it's big news if you're a railroad enthusiast, because for that narrow gauge railroad, wooden railroad ties are a more authentic option. Mm-hmm. Um, but Disney World, as they have been uh, redoing the track, the ride has been closed down for over two years now and was closed due in part to the construction on the Tron light cycle run. Uh, and they did have to move some of the track over there in Tomorrowland. But uh, in doing so, they have replaced all of the railroad ties with synthetic, which is better because it's less susceptible to rot and insect uh, infestations. Yeah. So in the long run, this will require them to replace to be replaced on a uh, you know longer schedule uh, than normal. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, they're going to be, uh, opening up that railroad soon because most of the construction on the Tron light cycle run is completed mm-hmm. and it'll be, it'll be good to have the train back. Yeah. It's been a long time. And I think it closed in December of 2019 or 18. Now it's been over two years, so it had to be December, 2018. Yeah. It's yeah. a while ago. Yep. Construction equipment has been moved into the castle moat. Yeah, they drained it, they cleaned it, and then they brought in a whole bunch of construction uh, uh, lifts. Um, there's three or four of them. They're mm-hmm. the uh, UG Ultra Boom Ooh. for those who are keeping track. Nice. And uh, Ultra means it's the best. Right. Of course it does. Um, you know, they, they had these similar booms in there when they painted it over the uh, over the spring. No, summer. End of the summer when they painted it. I uh, don't know why they didn't do that work then, but, uh, you know, this is part of that 50th anniversary celebration. What are they doing to it? Um, they are adding the iridescence. They're adding the gold uh, gold bows to the turrets. Oh, so um, finishing touches? Yeah. Okay. In Epcot, the facade on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has started to be installed. That's right. They've gone from plywood uh, to the blue sheeting, uh, which will be part of the under, I guess it's like the undergarment version of... Uh, uh, you know, it's not the actual facade, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the one of the underlayers. Mm-hmm. So they're they're starting to build the outside of the building now, which is a which is a good sign. Um, they will be adding solar panels to the roof as well. Okay, and then installation is continuing on the facade of the new mouse gears. That's right, more sheathing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a sheathing plef- a plethora of sheathing here. Um, you know, they're they're starting to put up the walls. Um, they're building walls where there used to be entrances. Hmm. Um, so they are completely redoing the face of uh, Mouse Gears. Good. Yeah. I'm just uh, excited for the new one to open. Yes, as am I. A new set of flagpoles has been installed at the Epcot entrance. That's right. If you've seen the concept art, uh, there are going to be a series of flagpoles around the base of Spaceship Earth. Uh, they've installed the first set of flagpoles and are uh, going to be installing the other set. Um, unfortunately, the placement uh, it, it does not match what the artist's rendering, uh, you know, is. But uh, oftentimes with these artist concept drawings, uh, they're just that. They're kind of a general concept and then things get moved around. So, right. um, okay. you know, I, I hate when my flagpoles are moved around. But. I know. It's terrible. 
Uh, local bands are going to be replacing Garden Rocks series performers. That's kind of cool. Uh, kind of, unless, you know, you're like uh, 38 Special and you've still got a mortgage payment to make. And, yeah, uh, but th- the problem is you're a little too popular, even though you're, you know... A has-been. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, D-list, you know, but... Um, D for Disney. That doesn't right. mean it's bad. That's right. Um, even though, you know, you're pretty low down on the totem pole it still draws quite a crowd and they can't have that. So right. they need someone even less well-known. I mean, than, even, even Nelson draws a crowd, even if it is just Cheryl with it's her true. Nelson banner from 1986. <laughs> How funny would that have been if I brought my Nelson banner? You should. I know. Uh, so as Cheryl mentioned, they are bringing in local Orlando bands. Um, the city of Orlando, I did not know this, is known as City Beautiful. So on Friday through Monday evenings, the City Beautiful bands will be taking the stage at the American Gardens Theater to perform songs of yesterday and today. And then, of course, the other announcement that we know, uh, other entertainment that we know, is that the Voices of Liberty will be performing, as well as Mariachi Cobre, and the uh, Jammin' Gardeners, Mm -hmm. also known as the Jammiters, uh, will be at the Canada Mill stage. Okay. And then they're going to have a pianist in the World Showplace. Oh, nice. It's pianist with a T. Yeah, I like pianists. I like listening to the piano. Uh, Disney Springs, a new sorcerer Mickey Lego sculpture has been installed outside the front of the Lego store. That's right. It's a new I like it. Uh, sorcerer Mickey statue where he's kind of uh, calling the water, the wave, uh, classic scene from the movie Fantasia. Um, and it is uh, now out in front of the store. Did it replace something else? I feel like it must have. Um, let me let me look real quick. Make small talk, would you? Um, I don't have much small talk. The yeah. weather's been kind of nice. Uh, you're not uh, you're not good at small talk. It does not say if it replaced anything, but I believe it is uh, in an area that was uh, not any uh, sculpture previously. Well, you're not very good at research. No. All right. Uh, also in Lego news. The Lego model of the Riviera Resort has been moved to the remodeled DVC kiosk at Disney Springs. That's right. They have remodeled the DVC kiosk. Uh, so they have brought in this Lego Riviera Resort that we talked about a month or two ago, celebrating the Riviera Resort's first anniversary. And uh, the Lego model is now there. It is behind glass, of course. And, uh, you know, the interesting way to take a resort tour is uh, through the Lego model. It's a pretty big uh, yeah. Lego model. That's kind of neat. Yeah. The Disney Company has posted a uh, position for a hotel services director, and that is for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. That's right. If you're in the hospitality industry, you might want to go to DisneyCareers.com and check it out. Uh, Disney's uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel is set to open at some point this year hopefully, mm-hmm. um, and they are looking for a seasoned hotelier with 10 years of progressive leadership experience. Be a cool job. Yep. In entertainment news, the trailer for Mighty Ducks is out. Uh, yes, Mighty Ducks Game Changers premieres on Disney March 26th, and they have put out a, a new trailer. It is the return of Emilio Estevez as Coach Gordon Bombay. All right. And then there's also a teaser trailer for Pixar's Luca. Yeah, uh, that came out. That is on our page. Um, It's Pixar's latest entry, and that is going to premiere in June. And no word if, uh, you know, it's going to be movie theaters or Disney+. Plus. All right. 
And then a release date for Monsters at Work has been uh, announced. That's right. Monsters at Work, which we've been talking about for a while, um, is going to debut on Friday, July 2nd. Uh, this is now... Uh, this takes place after Monsters Incorporated when they realize that laughter generates more energy than screams. Mm -hmm. uh, so this follows Mike and Sully uh, around uh, around the office. Um, I think it's interesting that, um, you know, not only are Billy Crystal and John Goodman returning, uh, John Ratzenberger will be portraying the Yeti. Uh, Jennifer Tilly is back as Celia May. And Henry Winkler, the Fonz, will be joining as Fritz, the scatterbrained, uh, scatterbrained boss. Nice. So some good voice uh, talent there. Uh, also coming to Disney Plus in the animated world are Chip and Dale Park Life. Uh, this is an, a new animated show starring Chip and Dale. There are uh, 36 seven-minute episodes, and they will join uh, Pluto, Butch, and other characters as they face down bullies. All right. Um, Go get them. That's right. Uh, other Disney Plus shows that uh, were announced uh, this week is the season two of Zenimation, We'll be coming to Disney Plus on Friday, June 11th. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me switch pages. Uh, Loki will be debuting on June 11th. That is a Marvel uh, show starring Loki from the Avengers films. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch will premiere on May 4th, which happens to be Star Wars Day. Uh, the Mysterious Benedict Society will uh, debut on June 25th. Um, the Big Shot, which is the new show starring John Stamos uh, and uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, will premiere on Disney Plus on April 16th. And that is that. And then there is, uh, let's see, High School Musical, the musical, the series season two, mm. Friday, May 14th. I'm getting bored. I know you are. And that's uh, that's it for Disney Plus news. Oh, thank God. Okay, um, the third Spider-Man movie officially has a title. That's right. The third Spider-Man movie starring Tom Holland is going to be titled Spider-Man No Way Home. All right. Uh, if you recall, at the end of the last movie, he was outed by J. Jonah Jameson, who is the editor of the Daily Bugle. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe he can't go home because everybody knows who he is. Right, maybe. Uh, so they, uh, the movie title was released in a series of uh, little videos uh, starring Tom Holland, uh, Jacob Batalon, and uh, Zendaya. Uh, tons of people are in this movie. Uh, Dr. Octopus uh, from the Tobey Maguire series. Jamie Foxx from the second set of Spider-Man movies. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be appearing as Doctor Strange. Uh, we have the return of Marissa Tomei as Aunt, uh, uh, Aunt May. And that will be out at Christmas of 2021. All right. A little while to wait, but not too bad. Yeah. In Disney Cruise news, the Magic Sailings have been canceled through August 10th, and for the sh three other ships, they have canceled through the end of May. That's right. Um, we'll talk about the other three ships first. So the Dream and the Fantasy, their Bahamian itineraries, uh, canceled through the end of May. The Wonder, or was supposed to start their Alaskan itinerary, they have canceled all of those, um, mainly because... They're not cruising, but the secondary fact to that is that Canada will not allow any cruise ships with more than 100 people dock at their docks, right. uh, at their ports. And in order to go from uh, uh, to an American port, you can't leave from an American port, go to an American port. We covered this already. Right. Um, and uh, so even if cruising resumes this summer, 
the wonders Alaskan itineraries after May would be uh, in jeopardy unless there is some type of uh, waiver granted by the U.S. government. I had previously hoped that this was going to be our year. For Alaska? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look that way. No. Um, And then the magic, uh, all of her cruises have been canceled up until August 10th. That is because um, the summertime is the magic's European uh, and Mediterranean itineraries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, I, I think that the cruise ships are having a tough enough time getting back into one country. Right. Uh, let alone going through the Mediterranean or Europe where they're stopping in a different country each day. Mm-hmm. You know, every country's got its own set of uh, COVID-19 protocols that you need to right. uh, get cleared for. So, uh, you know, when they resume sailing, I would I would assume that they're going to sail in the States first mm-hmm. uh, and then work things out with other countries. I think we're going to see a lot of cruises that just go to Castaway Key. Mm-hmm. Two days at sea, castaway key, two more days at sea, back you go. Right. Because they can control what's going on there. You're not interacting with any other people. So it's just whoever's on the ship. Or maybe a, nice. maybe a double dip at castaway sea, a castaway maybe. key. You know, you're at sea for a day, you get two days at castaway key, and you go back. Yep. But I mean, they probably have, they could have multiple ships doing that same, you know, every day some a different ship leaves from uh, Port Canaveral. Yep. And then they just, you know, swap out who gets to be at the... Uh, at Castaway Key. So I think that's what we're going to see just because it's easier to control. That uh, that would be interesting. Um, and then in Universal News, all of the Barney elements have been removed from the kid area. Yeah, the kid so zone. Sad. They have removed all of the Barney's uh, signs and more importantly, all oh, banners, uh, and the fountain statue. They took Barney out of the fountain. So sad. Now the fountain just sits there with, with no statuary in it at all, and it just looks it looks lonely. Poor Barney. It does look sad. Yeah. Universal Orlando is offering a 40% discount on packages. Do you think it's because Barney's gone? Maybe. This is the Barney celebration package. <laughs> uh, they are offering a 40% discount on four-night packages for a family of four. It's for travel through June 24th of 2021. The package must be purchased by April 19th. Uh, travel dates are restricted, so you know don't plan uh, on going during Easter because the, there are blackout dates, um, and uh, it's not a bad deal. Uh, so up to a 40% uh, discount, and you can contact your travel agent. And if you don't have a tra- travel agent, feel free to let me know, and I will hook you up with myself, who happens to be a great travel agent. And if you do have a travel agent, they're probably not as good as Tony, so you should just switch. Well, you're biased. A little. Universal Studios, uh, the store at CityWalk has a new theme. That's right. The Universal Studios store is going to be remodeled into the Legacy Store, celebrating 30 years of Universal Studios park history at CityWalk. So all of their current merchandise is going to be moving to a new location, and they will be getting merchandise for stuff like Jaws and E.T. and Movie Monsters and some of the more classic rides, attractions, and movies that the studios were known for. That are gone. That are gone. <laughs> well, some are still there. Yeah. E.T. is still there, yeah. barely. <laughs> in SeaWorld, attendance has plummeted, but stock has risen to an all-time high. That's right. SeaWorld's attendance uh, dropped 53% in the final quarter of twenty calendar year 2020, uh, but their stock has gone up to $46 a share. That is the highest price um, that they have been traded at since SeaWorld became publicly traded in 2013. Did they give a reason why that would happen? Uh, they did not. Um, so weird. Yeah, very interesting. 
the CEO said that uh, the parks are still attracting local pass holders and day trippers, but of course, international travelers have mostly disappeared, and um, uh, they're just they're happy that uh, they're still, you know, that their stock's at a good number. Yeah, I'd uh, be happy too if I was falling apart, but my stock was still. They good. have four hundred and thirty-four million dollars on hand. They can borrow up to an additional three hundred eleven million if needed. Uh, SeaWorld burns through about eighteen million dollars a month in expenses. Um, and, uh, you know, they can, they can go on for a while. I mean, they're, they're not as big as a Disney, um, but, uh, you know, they're hanging in there just as well. All right. And then Legoland Florida, um, is going to introduce a Peppa Pig section to their park in 2022. That's right. The Peppa Pig theme park will open in Florida next year. Uh, this attraction is based on the British television show for preschoolers. Um, and, uh, wait, that's for preschoolers. I thought it was for me. Oh, no. Um, it's preschoolers (laughs) or those with preschool type minds. Um, this park, uh, operated by Merlin entertainment group in a partnership with Hasbro will feature rides, live shows, character interactions, themed play areas, and water play areas with muddy puddles, uh, from Pippa's world. Right. Uh, ride and attraction details will be announced this summer. Um, Peppa Pig theme park will be adjacent to the existing Legoland theme park. Uh, it is under construction in the resort's parking lot. So this is a second gate. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what I asked you and you said no. And I, so I did not, uh, because it's very small. Yeah. Well. It's supposed to be a half a dozen rides uh, and attractions. Well, maybe it's going to be like a cheap add on to a, to a t- ticket, you know, maybe, maybe. Did you know that Peppa Pig is Hasbro's number one property? Really? It outsells Marvel, Star Wars, Nerf, Transformers. Wow. Yeah. She's so cute. I did not know that. Hmm. I didn't know that either. All right. Do you have any uh, final words? No. All right. Uh, the show will be on hiatus next Monday. We should be returning with a new episode on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, one of us, not me, uh, needs to take a little break and get some sun. Uh, so, uh, somebody's going to be soaking in the rays for a few days while I sit back here and shiver. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. uh, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 